The Defense Department is trying to make sure that robotic or autonomous systems never go rogue, but always remain under human control. In fact, the Pentagon released its ethics principles for artificial intelligence earlier this week. The principles are meant to apply to both weapons and non-kinetic AI programs. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni was there for the rollout, and he joins me with more. And so these principles, what did DOD officials, I guess Dana D.C., the DOD CIO, what was their rationale for these principles, Scott? Right. One of the people that talked there was Jack Shanahan, Lieutenant General Jack Shanahan. He's the director of the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center. And what he said was that whoever owns AI is going to own warfare in the future. And as you know, China and Russia are investing heavily in this, as is the United States. But the United States worries about the ethics behind how China and Russia will do this. And authoritarian governments, these these Governments may not be as interested in making sure that these have positive outcomes, these these um, technologies, or just throwing them out there without being tested uh, as thoroughly as the United States would. Well, I think we've seen China and Russia both perfectly capable of unleashing horrible systems against innocents, against refugees, against their own people. And and they you know also uh, cyber bugs and things like that viruses and things like that. I mean the United States also one of the uh, culprits in releasing cyber bugs out there as well that haven't gone as well. But uh, well, there's a little bit of a difference. I mean they're used defensively, but also they were stolen from the NSA, and that's how a lot of them got into the wild. What are the principles? That they laid out principally. So, well, you know, as you know, AI will automate a lot of of things in the future. And a lot of these questions come to when will humans be in the loop? Now, they have five principles and these are based on a 15 month study from the Defense Innovation Board. And that board is made up of a lot of CEOs and experts from the tech industry realm that includes uh, the astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, as well as Eric Schmidt, the former CEO of Alphabet Company. So uh, one of these is to be responsible. DOD personnel have to exercise judgment and uh, make sure that they are uh, deploying these and developing these in a uh, responsible way. Um, it also means using technology or, and data that um, is not biased, right? So if you use a small amount of data that is just very narrow, that's not going to help you when you're trying to build something that is going to look at a large swath of Sure, like a ship that's one inch off course when it leaves port will be 100 miles off course exactly. a day later. Right, right. Uh, other things is that they want it to be governable, right? So you need to be able to uh, keep an eye on this so it doesn't do unintended behavior like we were talking about in the beginning, sort of rogue robots. Uh, and then there's also um, the that they want it to be reliable. It needs to have well-defined uses and safety and security and effectiveness that uh, will subject it to testing and assurance. And, and finally, it needs to be traceable. You know, you can look at these things and say, all right, where – did things go wrong? There's there's a, a common methodology with this and data sources that we can consistently rely on. So pretty broad principles, but ones that uh, are easy to fit ethics within, which I think is what DOD wants to do. They want this to evolve uh, with with what they're they're going to be doing in the future. And the reality is these ethical principles are not all that different from what you would find in many realms, many domains with respect to the use of AI, such as traceable, means that you can understand how the algorithm made its decision and either explain it if you have to or justify it if you have to. 
Right, right. And and also accountability, finding accountability within the pipeline of, of AI. And and that's one of the things that they, they, they sort of are really hoping to do is from the moment it's developed all the way to test and evaluation, they can find the person within that pipeline and say, all right, this is where things went wrong. We need to talk to this person and hold them accountable. And, and that's really important for AI so that they can uh, make sure that this doesn't continue in the future and also they can say you know this is the reason it went wrong and this is how we're going to to deal with it for for this moment we're speaking with federal news network scott Massioni. all right they have the principles they came from the defense innovation board how are they going to implement these rules and these ethical principles right well it's a little fuzzy right now obviously they're going to just have this as a um uh, uh, like we said, a, a rule, a set of rules that they're going to use. But the whole point of this is that it will be bring structure and discipline into the process. So from now on, everything that they do with AI needs to go through this rigorous test that commanders need to look at, that developers need to look at. Everyone in that pipeline we were talking about has to look at these rules and say, do I check this off? And and do I am I making sure that this AI follows all of these rules? Um, and then, like I said before, it's it's constantly evolving. They're creating a steering group about AI. It's an executive group. Within that, there's a uh, subcommittee that has uh, AI ethics within it, and there's a bunch of people that are on this, including Jack Shanahan himself. And they're going to be adding, you know, more uh, smaller muscles and, and sinew to this, right? So, like, this is the broad skeletal structure of it. But as things go on and evolve, they'll be adding those small pieces and saying, all right, well, I see that this happened in this last program. Let's make sure that we don't do this again and, and put these parameters and lanes around it. And will the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, the Jake under General Jack, be the locus of all of this information? Uh, in, a, in a way, yes. So they're going to have this steering committee that will be in charge of things. The Joint uh, Artificial Intelligence Center is going to be more of a developmental type uh, um, uh, entity. And then, you know, DOD as a whole, each of the services all have their own AI. But what's great is that this trickles down into all the services and to, to everything that DOD will do. So from Navy to Army to Air Force, everyone's going to be following these these set of rules. All right, and let's just switch gears for a minute. Uh, while we have you, Scott, the Commandant of the Marine Corps has tweeted about some immediate actions he wants taken. I right. That's an odd way for the Marine Corps to signal what they want to do, but I guess we're in the age of Twitters. What are they? Yeah, he's taking some lessons from his boss, I guess, and, and uh, to making policy on the Internet. Um, so the Commandant of the Marine Corps, General David Berger, put out seven mostly personnel-based priorities, and those are, are mostly about including more women in the Marine Corps. And you know, the Marine Corps isn't exactly the friendliest place for women at the time, but the, the services as a whole are having trouble retaining mid-career women. So um, some of the actions are looking at uh, what they want to do is really increase the number of recruited women and put them in previously gender-restricted roles. So uh, he wants to look at increasing maternity leave to up to a year, uh, there's another thing that he wants to do, which is seeking women that were in the reserves and asking them if they'd like to move up into active duty into these gender restricted roles. And finally, he wants to just kind of look at uh, the the parental leave policy in general. He wants to quickly change so that uh, same sex couples can have the, uh, the the same parental leave and also adoptive parents. So uh, something, and, and as you remember, last summer he came out with his implementation guidance, which turned a lot of heads. It was considered very progressive, especially for the Marine Corps. 
Yeah, I guess the Coast Guard is also rolling out different plans and programs. That was in the Commandant's report just the other morning about taking care of family matters such that mid-career women will be more likely to stay in and not muster out. So they they have the similar type of challenge. I guess you're seeing this across the board. Federal News Network's Scott Malcioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out all of his coverage at (coughs) federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.